What's up, y'all? Welcome back to a new episode. I'm your host, Kyle. If this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome. This is One Could Argue, a podcast for nuanced conversations. And um, first of all, before I even get into the episode, shout out to this weather. The weather's really been breaking and it's been on point. I saw a tweet the other day that said, um, Summer literally just packed her stuff and left, didn't tell nobody or nothing. That's literally how it feels. Like, I just walked outside one day and the weather was just amazing. I was like, yo. I'm feeling this. So, yeah, shout out to this weather. Um, but, yeah, today I wanted to talk about, I'm sure by now you guys have probably heard about this Social Dilemma documentary um, on Netflix. Um, it's a documentary about the social dilemma. Pretty much everything we've been hearing going on with social media and how we're being tracked and how it's driving people crazy and all of this. And the documentary was good. Um I personally felt like like the first hour of it, I feel like <laughs> it was like, a, not I, well, no, I'm not going to say a scare tactic, but like it didn't really present. That was the only thing that was one of my gripes with it. Like it didn't really present any solutions. It was like the first hour was just like pretty much saying you guys are screwed. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I get it because at the same time, like I said, you know, sometimes social media feels like that because we I think at this point we are so aware. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we're not aware of. It's just like everyone knows that like sugar and fast food, eating fast food 24-7. Everyone knows that stuff isn't the best for you. We know that. However, that does not stop the urge of stopping by Wendy's and getting a uh, 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 a frosty with your baconator with the fries with the cheese on you know what I'm saying like that's OD but but you know what I'm saying like it doesn't stop us from doing it but I think social media has literally become such a huge aspect of our lives especially with it being in this computer that we've just decided to keep calling a phone even though like a phone is like the last thing that this is um I think it makes it even harder. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like every time you walk outside the door, there's a McDonald's or a Wendy's right in your front yard. Like, so to an extent, that that barrier does help you fight the temptation of doing something like that. I guess some people, if if you're if you're, I don't know, your pantry and your refrigerator is full of like the worst foods in the world, I can see how that could help you lean into a bad habit. But I digress. Your phone could be, like I said, it's right there with you. Um, but one of the things that, like, like, like I said, for me, I thought it was a good documentary. It was cool. It wasn't for me. It wasn't a lot of information that I hadn't seen before. One of the things that I found the most interesting about it was how they broke down the aspect of um, advertisement biz- business models because that's something I've heard often from several people. I mean, in regards to just saying how these business models aren't curated, aren't made to. Um, benefit us as the user or that our attention is the thing being sold um however i've never seen it explained so in watching it and how they were breaking down you know how the time that you spend on each post if there's a if there's a post from any random brand if you spend two seconds on it if you spend 1.377265 seconds on it like there's money for that and i was like okay well that makes sense because it's still crazy because it's like the fact of money, that that's something that's always side note. That's always been something that's 
been interesting to me. And that's it's something I started to learn when I started getting into like, you know, having my own bank account and seeing how banks make money. But it's just like these fractions of cents, like point zero zero three four cents, like you times that that again, when you're just in the bank and you're looking it up yourself and you're thinking about how it relates to you, you're like, bro, what is someone gonna do with point three five seven cents? But you times that by millions and billions of people. And you're coming up, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really are coming up. So, and I take that over into that same aspect of just, like, the time that we spend looking at posts, even if we're thinking about, hmm, do I want to click this? It's just, like, those are seconds ticking. That's so crazy to me, just, like, seeing it broke down in that way. Um, So... I don't know, me, I watched that and then literally once I got on my explore page, like I would like try to spend no time like going through posts. I was just like flick, 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 flick. Um, but yeah, so like I said, that that was the most interesting part about it to me. But I personally feel like they like I said, I I'd be terrified. Like if I didn't have if I wasn't fortunate enough to like have created a social media experience for myself that I enjoy this thing would have completely terrified me because I really feel like they waited until the end, and I get it, um, to sort of present any sort of type of solution. And even then, it really wasn't a solution. But that's really what I wanted to have this episode about because I personally feel like, you know, we created this. And I think that's the most important thing that needs to be stated that emphasis needs to be put on when you watch things like this it's like we're looking at these people who are sitting here saying like yo we made this application we designed this thing we designed this button we designed this application we use these colors whatever um to serve this purpose and even it was crazy just seeing them say how they were falling victim to the very thing that they're they're going to work designing it knowing that this is what it's going to do and even though they know it they still they uh, still succumb to it. They still fall victim to it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just really crazy. But at the very same time, I think, you know, these are people just like us. You know what I'm saying? So, again, and it's not even just a conversation about, like, social media, but it's just even when you think about artificial intelligence, the few episodes I was talking about, Neuralink and all of this stuff, it's like we literally are we, as in, like, human beings, we are creating devices um robots to do what we do you know what i'm saying it's like again like even talking about the Neuralink thing with elon musk it's like you have a human brain designing something to manipulate and or better utilize or make more efficient the human brain so it's like you know what i'm saying it's like you going to the gym and looking at your shoulder and be like yo i need this shoulder to be better and then that same brain is making yourself go to the gym and pick up the dumbbell and do curls. And then the, the shoulder gets stronger. And you're like, okay, cool. Now let me try this one. Let me try that one. It's like, this is all us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hope, I hope this is all making sense because it's just like, there's power in that. I think the more that that point is stressed, I think it will help people tap into how much power they really have in situations like this. Again, that's not to say that it's always easy because, again, you're, we, uh, we, our brains are extremely intelligent. However, I think still going into it knowing that you are totally capable of going toe-to-toe with this thing because it is you. 
It may require you doing some tricks. It may require you being more witty. It may require you figuring out some workarounds, but it is something that you are fully capable of doing. And that's why I feel like it's important to put emphasis on stuff like that because we do have the power. If we have the power to create these apps, we do have the power to control them um, and not necessarily control them in a weird way where it's like, you know, I just, like I said, for some people, this is, this works. Some people are just like, you know what? I'm, I, I constantly cleanse my palate with social media. I may take like a, a week off. I may take two days off every week or I may take a month off or whatever. But at the same time, for some people, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to cater this. My way of controlling it is making sure I cater this to be something that benefits me. And that's why, like I said, me personally, I know I spend a lot of time on different social media applications, not just because um, I'm interested in expressing myself through these mediums, but because I've really started to lean into creating an environment that I truly benefit from being on these platforms and that doesn't necessarily like i said some people that means they necessarily or they make money off of these platforms or they sell products and all of that that's one way to do it for sure but i think you know there's so much information on the internet and i think again if you're getting on social media you know, you hear about people who are, they're on there and they're just getting depressed and it makes them, you know, fall into the comparison trap. And it's like, you know, again, I have my own issues. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have my own stuff I'm dealing with. Everyone has their stuff. However, it's like, I think for me personally, it comes back to a matter of, okay, how do I counteract this? How can I create a social media experience to where I'm not necessarily just comparing myself to this person and that person? Okay, cool. For me, that may look like, let me not follow people I don't necessarily know. You know what I'm saying? Let me follow people to where I know them, I have context of what's going on with their life, um, and outside of them, I keep the people I don't necessarily follow when I and I'm only seeing what they want me to see. Like I said, there's there's something to that. If someone's only showing you the good and then that's one of the common conversations on social media, oh man, people just show you the good that's going on with your lives. Okay, cool. Like whatever, that's normal. I get it. But if me only following people that I know personally, so not just so I can say, oh well, I know this ain't what you really got going on, but it's to say, okay, cool. I'm I'm familiar with people who or I'm familiar with the fullness of this person. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm not trying to be an extremist. I'm not saying you got to be the person on online who only follows 10 people and anything like that. But like I said, this is something where you gauge it and you figure it out for yourself. But I think that's good to know because you, you, you know what's going on. Like I said, you have context in regards of what's going on in their lives, period. So you you can appreciate those ups and downs. And I think outside of that, like I said, me personally, I think I follow like 700 people. My my followers or the people I follow on Instagram has literally shot up from like 200 to like 700 within like the past three months. And it's really because I've been trying to spend time creating a social media experience where I learn about all of the things I want to learn all day. You know what I'm saying? So while some people may get on social media and be depressed because it's like, man, like all I'm doing is seeing this person's new business or this person just bought this car that I want, but it's $200,000 or whatever the case may be. 
like I said, that's fine. I'm not saying not to do that, but I'm saying from my standpoint, I'm just like, all right, cool. Let me follow. What am I interested in? I'm interested in science. I'm interested in neurology. I'm interested in animals. Let me follow that stuff. Because just like you can log on Instagram and see some entertainer buying a new car or this person's relationship or this or that, I'm sure, I'm 100% sure there's other things you guys are interested in that you can fill your feet up with just as much as that, if not more. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like for every one celebrity you follow, you should have five pages that you fo- like follow. Like actually follow them. Don't not typing in their name and checking their page from time to time. It's just like five five pages that represent a field or area of study that you want to um become more educated in or just more aware of or just feel more into it. I'm not saying you necessarily got to be an expert in the field, but it's just like I'm sure you getting on there and seeing, let's say you're interested in stocks. All right, cool. What are the what are the five best was it CNBC uh was it CNBC? Does I'm not I'm not sure whatever Wall Street has a page or um Susie Orman or uh what's the other dude? Um who I listen to all the time. What is his name? I can't remember to save his life. Save his life. Um, Ball white dude. What is his name? I'm so mad I can't remember his name. But anyway, so like I said, you might. What are the what are five pages that are always talking about stocks? Always talking about Warren Buffett. Just all of this stuff. Like yo, that if you get on Instagram all day and look at that, ain't no way you're not gonna be revved up and always be coming across information and things that make you feel good. And I think that also peels back the shame because I think because we are so aware of how harmful social media is, it's almost like that's one of those conversations where people have, it's like, man, you know how much time you've been spending on social media? It's just like, it's one of those weird topics that people are always ashamed to say. It's like, oh, you know, you know, I tried to just stay with an hour or 30 minutes. It's just like people really be embarrassed to say how long they be on there. And I feel like it's not necessarily just because of how long they be on there, but because, I mean, you know when you've been on social media and, like, you haven't learned anything. Like, you've just been on there watching people get ran up on in Walmart and getting rice thrown on them or whatever, and it's just like, you know when you've spent time, even if you're not necessarily doing anything, you know when your brain feels edified. You know what I'm saying? Just like I know when I'm on social media and I'm, my brain needs a break and I need a laugh. I know when I'm getting that. I know when I'm on social media just like wasting, like I'm dumber. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a whole 45 minutes dumber from being on social media versus me being on social media and I'm going through, oh man, look at this um, illness that this person came down with. So now I, I figured out how the heart of a, of a baby can end up outside of their chest versus on the inside and how uh, that's cured and what what the life expectancy is and all of that it's just like that helps you feel confident that makes you feel good so you may be on like i said there's times where i'm on social media instagram for one two hours at a time for real but of those two hours 15 minutes was this instagram live session of photographers talking about how they set up their shoots another 10 minutes might have been uh, uh ig tv video of someone doing surgery on someone's brain and, and then might be a few little jokes in there from here to there um and then the next thing but like i said i don't i get off social media with a different experience than the times where i know i was just on there just like wasting time you know what i'm saying and i think that's the thing because one of the one of the points that they were saying it was really just so interesting because this is something I started to notice was like how 
your social media experience based on what you're looking up is going to bring you more information like that. And it's like, that's life. Anyone to tell you what's thought about is brought about. Like the more you look into something, that's what you're going to get. So if you're someone who's trying to go down a wormhole of just like, oh, I would just want to see women all day. You do that for 15 minutes. Your whole feed is going to be <laughs> that your whole explore page. You know what I'm saying? And that's for that's why for me, um, it was like I started to see how certain people would see like different stuff on their explore pages. Like I started to understand how like, oh, when I get on my explore page, I see people who are like doing surgery, people who are bankers, investment people. And I was seeing other people post their explore page and it was like nothing but women, like from top to bottom. I'm just like, oh, we have two totally different explore pages. But I never, like I said, I'm not in anyone else's phone. So I don't necessarily understand. You know what I mean? I, I was like out of sight, out of mind. I did not have any idea of like, what anyone else's explore page would look like. But for me, that was an eye opener. So I, like I said, I just think that's one of those things where that's just life period. Whatever, whatever, whatever's thought about is brought about. Whatever you're looking up is, is going to bring more. So like I said, I think that takes away like the shame piece of being on social media for an hour. I don't feel bad. If I'm on social media for, I'll easily be on Instagram for like two hours. But again, if that two hours is split across, okay, cool. Here's a IGTV video about how to, get better at copywriting and here's another 20 minute instagram live about this cinematographer and how he chooses coloring for his films and what assets he uses and what references like like i said i know when i get off of instagram i'm either dumber or I'm smarter like either way i know how i know how that makes me feel so i think that's another important part of it just like making sure you're not like allowing yourself to be like in a shameful <laughs> embarrassed place because of how much you're on social media i really think it's about what you're using it for because at the end of the day like it's not i'm not expecting instagram youtube twitter this stuff's not going anywhere like we're too far in but i think we all have the power to like change how we're interacting with it how our experience is going because like i said we created this if you if you if you approach me and tell me this is like some like if you told me like aliens created this like something that we don't know I'd be like all right cool like this might be a problem but you telling me someone with a brain just like me got on the computer that their brain made and then created some software that their brain designed and used some colors that their brain came up with you mean to tell me like I have you know what I'm saying like ain't no way you're convincing me that I don't have a good chance of getting over on this thing I made it you know what I'm saying? So I think that's, like I said, the most important thing to keep in mind when you're watching documentaries like this. So you don't feel like all, all hope is lost and you're just going to be stuck in a endless downward spiral of social media. And that's how that documentary look. He made me feel for like the first hour. I was just like, bro, like I feel bad for anyone who's watching this and like doesn't understand that they have a brain capable of like making this same application. Like so. Again, I think it's worth checking out because, again, it does bring awareness to it. It does make some interesting, like, little nuance points. But I think it's more important to be like, all right, cool. How do I create a social media experience that caters to what I'm trying to do or is edifying? Like I said, and that's not shaming anyone. Like I said, some people just want to get on social media as a release. It's like I get on it all the time. I watch people get rice thrown on them in Walmart and 
all kinds of stuff. People be fighting, knocking each other's teeth out. Like sometimes I just need that energy. But at the same time, there's a balance. So I think as long as you're doing that, you won't necessarily have such a hard time dealing with social media. But again, I'll say this and be on there for the next 30 minutes watching people just do stupid shit. So I'm not saying it's like I have my my whole social media algorithm situation figured out, but I I do know, like I said, for sure, it does cater to more of things that I'm actually interested in. So I so I feel like I can legit say like 75 percent of the time if I'm on social media, I'm I'm a good bit smarter when I get off than when I got on there. So on that note, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um, like I said, please take a second to check it out. It's called Social Dilemma. I'm sure by now everyone's heard of it. Um, but again, go into it with a grain of salt. Don't allow yourself to get depressed. If you get 15 minutes in and it's like you're starting to get sad, turn it off. You know what I'm saying? Go watch some Dave Chappelle stand up or something. Um, get your mood together because I feel like it will do that. And they don't present no sort of hope or solution until like the last five minutes of it. Um, but like I said, just just take it slow. So, yeah, you guys can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at KVLE. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. If you did, please take a second to share it with a friend or family member who you feel like will enjoy it as well. Also, take a second to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast. And I will see you guys on the next one. Take care.